Welcome to This Week in Gain. I'm your host, Anthony, from the Ashanti No Lemon Podcast. Joining us tonight are some oldies and some newbies. So, without further ado, please welcome the ever-reliable Mr. Brother Sinatus. Hey. Hello. And the also, also ever-reliable Miss Donna Sugars. Hello, boys. Hello. And we'll get to RuPaul's Drag Race in just a second. But please welcome, yes. for the first time on the show, from the Smellcast, Mr. Toppy Smelly. Yeah, hi, kids. I'm a newbie of of whom he spoke. Hi. <laughs> Thank you, sure. You, you want to tell us a little bit about your show before we get started? Uh, yeah, well, sure. The Smellcast, it's kind of a, well, sort of a, well, it's it's kind of a personal journal, but not really. Because I make up a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. And where can you find your show? Just head over to thesmellcast.com. All right. Well, there you go, folks. So uh, let's get started into the news of the week. And without further ado, oh, I have the first story. So this was something that was actually last week, but we didn't have time for. But gay president candidacy hopeful Fred Carger unveils sexy frizzy frisbee campaign video. Fred Carger, the Republican presidential candidate, yes, you heard right, Republican, who has hopes to become the party's first openly gay Jewish nominee, has unveiled his new sexy campaign video. Sexy, sexy Frisbee, say that five times fast, has been released for Mr. Carger's campaign in California with the state's primary due to be held on June 5th. Well, wait a minute. June 5th, yes, it hasn't come yet. Mr. Carger has been an outsider for presidential nomination, managing at 0.1% of the Republican vote in Maryland in the race to determine who will challenge Democratic President Barack Obama later this year. With Rick Santorum's exit, former governor of Massachusetts Mitt Romney has become a favorite to win the GOP vote. Mr. Car- Carger has remained undeterred, however, with his new campaign video designed to appeal to California and swimwear fans. Spice between shots <laughs> of women in bikinis and shirtless men playing Frisbee. Mr. Carger says, I'm Fred Carger, and I'm the only California running for president and one of four Republicans in our June 5th primary. Fred who? I'm a moderate Republican. I have the best jobs plan. I'm pro-choice, support gay marriage, and I want us out of Afghanistan now. If you're not excited about Mitt Romney, a direction of the Republican Party, then I ask you to vote for me. Mr. Carger says he will be going door-to-door campaigning and handing out branded Frisbees as the video ends with a gay couple kissing on the beach. I have to admit, the guys are quite cute in the video. <laughs> I have to admit that Fred himself is quite adorable. Really? He's de- he's definitely a candidate I could get behind. <laughs> I must ask the panel. I must ask the panel, has anyone ever heard of this guy before now? No, but I'm going to learn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you- he lost me at Republican, but... <laughs> I'll yeah, but he's pro-choice. He supports gay marriage, and he wants us out of Afghanistan. I I can stand behind all that. Yeah. The only problem is, it's seen that he's running for Republican. That doesn't mean that means he's not going to make it onto the ticket. So, no, he's not. 
Yeah, but unfortunately. Does any does anybody get the vibe that is I mean is, is he serious? Is this what what does he do right now? Anybody know? I don't th- that that would require us to actually do research for this show. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. let me see. Um, uh, let me see what Wikipedia says. It's, I've got it right here. Book of um, it says that he's a political consultant and gay rights activist and watchdog, and he's a former actor. Which I don't know what he's been in. Maybe he's an adult film. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just says uh, public uh, political consultant and gay rights activist. So definitely okay. get behind that. Well, I mean, who knows? He, you know, maybe down on the road he'll become a legitimate contender. I don't think he is really legitimate right now, but well, you never well, know. I mean, I, I, I guarantee that anyone is more qualified to be president than the Republicans' current nominee. So, I'm sure he would be a fantastic president. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think. Uh, well, and I will say the sexiest of all presidents. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Barack, Barack Obama can really. Uh, have you seen him with he's, his shirt off? He's a he's a good looking man, but this guy mm-hmm. is too. Plus, he had me at Jewish, and he wears glasses, and <laughs> that's my kryptonite. Honey. Oh, really? That's your kryptonite, <laughs> Jewish with people with glasses. Um, well, glasses in general get me. Donna, um, yeah. loves the nerds. I love the, the nerds, nerds too. I love a good sexy nerd. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So real quick, Donna, I, I, I think everybody's very happy that. Um, um, oh God, I, I feel so. I, what the fuck is her name? Um, Sharon Needles. Sharon Needles. Yeah, Sharon Needles won RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Um, I I've heard everyone's opinion about all of it. So I definitely understand why some people were hesitant about Sharon Needles. It is so good to finally see that RuPaul has kind of let America make a decision. Like, I mean, let America give some say. Because, I mean, it was overwhelming Mm. support for Sharon Needles, especially looking at Twitter. I'm not so much a huge Facebooky, but I know just looking at Twitter, I mean, you're looking at at least 95% of the people that I saw were all for Sharon Needles. So it's really good that... She actually got her win. I think the, I think but, the dry wit was the thing that basically sealed the deal with her. I, I, and I get and I and I, I've talked to Joey about this before. I think that the biggest thing when it comes to drag race is that there are so many different types of drag that it is so good to see someone like her who is out of the box, avant garde, willing to do things that are very controversial to create art. I think it's wonderful that she won, and I and I encourage people like her to audition because now they can actually say, well, you know what, someone like us has won. So now it's really showing that there is room for any kind of drag queen in America right. to do drag. Like anyone can do it. I mean, even some big bitch like me who just has a podcast. <laughs> and a, I mean, anyone can be. A, a drag queen. Anyone can go on RuPaul's Drag Race. They've had all types. And now with this victory, I think it's kind of really set it in that it's not just the fishy queens who can look like a lady in a bikini, but it's the kooky ones that can I, have blood coming out of their mouths and octopus fingers. I have to say, though, I thought the um, 
the 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 uh, reunion show was a little bit much. I I had a, I lost a little bit respect when we basically went for let's bring everybody up on stage and diss all the dirt on the stage sort of type of show. No, now you have you seen previous now if anyone who's seen previous reunion shows, this was going to be the toughest year because there was some shit. The only thing I did not like about it, I loved that it was on a big stage. I loved that there was an audience. I loved everything about it. But they pulled the th- three queens at a time up to the chairs. And then they would cut one queen out. So there were times that you didn't even get to hear some some different queens. Like, I'm a huge fan of Milan. And Milan didn't even get – I mean, you never got to hear Milan talk at all the yeah. entire episode. Well, it was, it was spliced she, very oddly too. So you, it, it was it – was, and I know that it was probably a lot longer and they had to make it fit the time that they had. But I could easily have seen that reunion go on for an hour. Like, it didn't need to be so tight. Yeah. They could have expanded it out. They could have put in some performances. It was, it was absolutely fantastic what it was. I just – See, I was a little disappointed on that. I'm of the mind I don't like when they get on the um, let's d- dish the dirt and everybody's like sort of, you know. That's I, the best part, though. Uh, I don't know. I'm just no, for okay for me because <laughs> at these these girls, if you watch the entire show, all the untucks, everything, these girls have been. Some of them were very close with Fifi. The, the Kanton this episode, the, this season. They were really close to her. And to literally watch her stab them in the back and they had no idea was so painful to watch. And then now to finally get to see what these women thought mm-hmm. – I say women because they're drag queens – what these girls think after seeing how much of a cunty bitch she was behind their backs, Yeah, I, it needed to be done. It needed to be done. Okay. That's a fair and, argument. And yeah, it, it – they needed to vent, whether it was on a TV show or whether it was online. It needed to get out. Joey just texted me. I agree with Donna Drag Queen's dish. <laughs> Joey, where are you? You're supposed to be on the freaking show. He's probably listening in the car right now. So, all right. Well, then I think, I, uh, brother uh, Toppy, any any thoughts on that? Did you see the no. show? Do you watch the show? No. <laughs> um, the only thing I can say is I it. it I don't watch the show. I've seen pictures of of uh, Sharon Needles, and it just sounds like everyone's pretty happy she won. So I guess it's good, you know. It was a good year, I think. Now I'm curious to see next year how the ratings are with the what is it, the uh, Celebrity Edition now? Uh, it's the All Stars version, and All-Stars. I think the All Stars is a little much. And uh, until I see who the lineup's going to be, I think it's a little early for them to be doing All Star season. I think it's something that you should have waited. Yeah. Even if you look at if you look at um, Project Runway, Project Runway, they were saying for years, when are we going to get an All Stars? They finally got their All Stars, but they were smart. They waited what nine seasons, ten seasons before they decided to do an All Stars. So I'm very. I'm I, I'm a little disappointed that Rue is jumping the gun on it. Well, either way, she puts she puts on a good show. So, but well, she has one of the uh, she is the the only show on Logo. I mean, really, that's that's the <laughs> biggest that's the biggest thing on Logo that's right the only now. Only they make money. Show, and it is it is a huge powerhouse. Uh, I guarantee that MTV, who owns Logo, was shocked as hell that it has become as huge as it is. Yeah. Well, they do. Yeah. Oh, the ahead. thing, I, well, I was just going to say something about RuPaul, which is she's been around for years, and for that reason alone, I love her because she's she's somehow she's business savvy, uh, she knows how to promote herself. I think 
She's got a good head for that. And I just love the fact that I remember her being back on TV way back when and even before when she did a few independent uh, movies. <clears throat> One time uh, as himself, he wasn't in drag. I forget the name of that movie. I wish I could tell you what it was. He was good in it. He was very good in it. He just played a man. Uh, you're thinking of, but I'm a cheerleader. Gee, Donna, that, that, one? Donna, that doesn't sound familiar at all, but uh, it could Walker, have been. Texas this was a ranger. No, <laughs> no, it was an independent movie. He was a, he played Bob on Walker Tenses Ranger at some point here. He's wow. been in a lot of different stuff. He and, and if you look into his history, like I don't want to get too crazy into RuPaul history. Mm. RuPaul is, I mean, she changed uh, for people who know New York kind of drag culture and how New York drag culture is developed. She took New York drag culture into its heyday. Like the golden age of drag in New York was when RuPaul and um, Lady Bunny, and I always forget the guy that came with them, the three of them got in their, their bus from Atlanta, their little car, drove their asses to New York, and then revolutionized the entire city. Yep. And, and, and to this day, like she, I mean, I would love, I, I, don't, I know she has a few books out. I would love for a tell-all book all about her. I really would love for her, like an autobiography. And I'm sure there's one out. I'm sure someone will tell me that there is. If so, feel free to send it to me, Donna at BigSillyHomo.com. But um, I would love <laughs> to read that book. Yeah, I share Donna's enthusiasm. I think she's, I think she's wonderful. I, I, I miss her old talk show. I share the enthusiasm too, but unfortunately, we got to move on to another story. <laughs> so, of course, of course. I'm sorry. So, Donna, let's tell us about Denmark. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I was. Okay, it's on this page. So, Denmark, a gay bar bans straight couples from kissing. A gay bar in Copenhagen has confirmed it has barred straight couples from kissing at the establishment. Job Jeller, the founder of the LGBT organization Homo Socialite. Oh, girl, I'm not going to try and read this. <laughs> Weird Denmark word. Told the Homotropolis of Bouncer. At the never <laughs> told Homotropolis, a bouncer at the Nevermind bar in Denmark capital, uh, to kick a woman out for kissing her boyfriend. Um, it's homo so <laughs> homo socialat. I don't know who Bob. wrote this, but I, this was translated from Danish because this is a little <laughs> off. Uh, the bouncer replied that it was unacceptable to conduct uh, in the way they did their kind of behavior at a gay place and that they received a lot of emails from gay guests concerned on the high number of straight guests that have been visiting <laughs> the bar. So, <laughs> so yeah, they that's their new policy, that they will ban you for kissing uh, someone of the opposite sex. And all I have to say is, you know what? It's going to come back to bite them in the ass. But, hey, for the time, I'm all for it. Uh, I think Balky would be saying, that's ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. I, <laughs> it won't last. We no. all know it won't last. We know that they're going to get a lot of flack for it. But what I will say is, it's happened to us, so maybe it's fucking fair turn that we turn it around and say, you know what? We don't want you doing your nasty stuff in oh, our face. We can be the bigger people, and I think as long as you're paying your money and having a good time, support the gay bars. You know what? You can say we can be the bigger people all we want. 
<laughs> I mean, if you never fight back, I mean, if if we didn't fight back, we would still be in gay bars. Well, there's two. There's, 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 there's two being arrested. There's fighting back, and then there's also you know let's let's try and encourage people that are actually attending our our bars that we don't have to be you know as 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 racist as you know that the other side is i mean let's let's show them that we're better than them and then that way we build alliances so well, yeah but to be completely honest if anyone's ever been to a hamburger mary's i'm really tired of fucking every fucking woman who has a bachelorette party let's go to the gay club fucking, <laughs> you, know, you and all your haggy friends up in the club we're here to look at some topless boys and get our dance on. We don't want you here. <laughs> That's why, because they know they have the best music. That's the problem. We played too too good so, music. God, they're so yeah. annoying, though. <laughs> my my ex- my experience with this was back in my club boy days in Rochester, New York, where I used to see um, that drag queen that was also on RuPaul. A Pandora box back Ooh. when she was, uh, and I think maybe she still is in Rochester. But anyways, yeah, she I used has to since see... moved to LA. Okay, well, I used to see Pandora box week in and week out, and she was a sexy lady. Let me tell you. Anyways, <laughs> at this bar, which was called Mothers with a U M U T H E R, in Rochester, it was a wonderful uh, drag club bar. And uh, I loved going there. And often in in attendance would be uh, some gals uh, probably, you know, uh, doing their little uh, night before being married thing. And uh, they just had a good time. That's all I remember. Uh, But most of the time they didn't have their boyfriends with them. It was just a bunch of girls. Well, you know, I've been I've been at a couple bars in my day too, and it's it's I don't mind the uh, the straight presence as long as they um, don't try. In my situation, it was always my, my situation was always going to uh, uh, the the straight bars and trying to get converted. So, and the the uh, the stripper was always trying to say, "You sure you don't want to guess? I'm just fine here. I'm just here for my friend's bachelor party, smoking my cigar. Thank you very much. You don't need to you don't need to pander to me." Yeah. <laughs> no. All I can say is I wouldn't. I would never have wanted mothers to do what that bar in Denmark did. Yeah, as long as they're paying their money, let's have some friends. You know, yeah. kissing's fine all around. All right. If they, if they, okay, let's drop that. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> as long as they're behaving themselves, sort of. You know, not trying to prove yeah. that they're better or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's. I've the seen that one too, though. Yeah, where people, like, they go to the gay bar and they're like, I'm going to show how straight my boyfriend is and we're going to make out in front of all these oh, queens. Oh, you know, and those are the guys that are always the closeted gays. I'm sorry. <laughs> those uh-huh. are always the ones that really have are on the down low, the biggest down low ones. So, anyhow, yeah. let's let's move over to Colorado. Hey, we know oh. somebody who lives in Colorado here. Yeah, <laughs> and we're a step closer to having civil partnerships. Well, tell us about that, sir. Okay, I will. A bill calling for civil partnerships for gay couples, uh, granting a right similar to those granted to by, granted by marriage, has passed through a Republican-led Judiciary Committee, even though it was rejected by the same committee last year. The vote passed by just one vote, the decisive being uh, Republican B.J. Nichols, who had spoke, previously spoken out against the bill, uh, it's, and also she is a woman. 
Uh, however, she changed her mind after uh, seeing an outpouring of support for the measure at the committee hearings, many wearing the red T-shirts, bearing the slogan, One Love. Um, also, I think another thing that uh, got her was um, the, Republic, or the, the, the argument of get a government out of people's, biz, uh, people's lives. This is very interesting. It's, um, we got this going on in Colorado and then the opposite end of the nation over in North Carolina. Of course, we have the them trying to just obliterate, uh, which we'll get to in the last story, the civil unions or marriage altogether. So it seems it's very interesting, the, the dual positions of the United States. I mean, just you can go to one city be completely accepted, and then go halfway across the country and people want to shoot you. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's just the times we're in. I mean, it's one vote in Colorado, I mean, that did it. So, you know, who knows? Well, keep us informed on that. I mean, that yeah. Colorado yeah. might be the next place to go gay. Go gay. <laughs> go gay. Go gay in Colorado. Everybody tells me it's beautiful there in Denver. I have to get out there at some point, so... That's pretty, but I think you'd like the mountains too. I want to go skiing in Denver at some point, so I have to learn how to ski. Denver has, Denver has no skiing. No skiing? Not, yeah, we're on the plains. I thought you had skiing up in the mountains. Oh, we got that's Colorado though. Oh, okay. Well, not Denver. <laughs> I don't. Uh. I, yeah, I failed geography, so <laughs> that's why I use Google Maps. Speaking of, uh, actually, there's no way I could transition to this except just say, J.C. Penny, <laughs> Toppy Smelly tells about J.C. Penny. Yeah, you know, I'm kids. I'm kind of happy to be presenting this story because it's kind of warm and fuzzy. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you guys all know J.C. Penny, right? They, they're going under a new moniker, J.C.P., because they're trying to be funky. Remember when KFC did that? Yeah. Um, uh, well, the thing is, they've recently had an ad that features what looks to be, you know, possibly two women uh, who might be married, and they have a little child posing with them in this this print ad. I think it's a print ad, um, and uh, they seem to they seem to be a family. These two women and this child, and uh, the the print, uh, the copy of the ad says creativity, oil paints. Freedom of expression. And then there's a lot of tiny print I can't read, but that's the gist of the ad. And, of course, they're wearing probably JCP clothes. They're all very stylish. Yes, mm -hmm. they look lovely. <laughs> and um, the thing is, you've probably heard about this because uh, JCPenney's been under fire from this group. Uh, and, um, and, well, obviously, they're definitely not happy with this pro-gay ad. Uh, featuring a lesbian couple. But anyways, the the story, which is from Pink News, Europe's largest gay news service, is that uh, just four months ago, JCP hired lesbian comedian Ellen DeGeneres to be the company spokesperson promoting an outrage from the group called One Million Moms. Their moniker is OMM, o -M -M, <laughs> which is a division of the American Family Association. And uh, back, back in the day, they, uh, the mom said that, uh, funny that J.C. Penney thinks hiring an open homosexual spokesperson will help their business when most of their customers are traditional families. 
generous is not a true representation of the type of families who shop at their store. The majority of JCPenney shoppers will be offended and choose to no longer shop there. <laughs> well, as many of you might have heard, actually, uh, that didn't really happen, and a lot of people uh, continued to shop there and even signed petitions uh, to support their pro-gay alliance over there at uh, JCB. And so I guess it's kind of a, hey, we're with all, we're with all you gays and lesbians. We're, and so they've put out this ad, this print ad, which features the uh, two women who I guess people are identifying as lesbian with their, their kids. And um, actually, I think it's it's not subtle. I think with the copy there that says "Creativity Oil Paints Freedom of Expression," it's pretty obvious there. I think it's a it's a really good ad. And the, I did a um, I did a book report at J.C. Penney, or not book report, but a um, a story of J.C. Penney back in the day. And J.C. Penney, he when he was smart enough, we started his business to make his catalog a little bit thinner than the Sears catalog. So when people put it on their dining room table or their kitchen table or their coffee table, it was on top first because human intuition was to put the bottom thicker catalog on the bottom and then his on top. And that's how he built his business. And that was huh. his, that was his um his basically his little marketing trick. So that's yeah. how it, yeah, he started I think in the top of his attic or whatnot. But yeah. Uh, but go J C Penny, I think I think this goes to show that any company now that people tell to boycott is automatically surrounded with a lot of gay shoppers. <laughs> yeah. I've, and they've even issued an, a statement, JCPenney has, or JCP. Um, and, and JCP has said, we want to be a store for all Americans. In celebration of Mother's Day, we're proud that our May book honors women from diverse backgrounds who all share the heartwarming experience of motherhood. So bully for them. Good for them. Yay, JCPenney. Go shop there, folks. So they have good genes. So. All right, on to the next story. Uh, Russians, uh, back to our ongoing Russia. We need like a, a, a sound segment or something like tragedy in Russia. Da, 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 da. Some Russian music or choir in the background. Uh, first activist fined for violating ban on gay propaganda in St. Petersburg. A first person to be fined under St. Petersburg's pet. Let me try that again. St. Petersburg ban on gay propaganda's renowned activist Nicole Alexander. Oh, geez. Long fancy name. A St. Petersburg court handed down its first conviction under the city's new anti gay law on Friday, ordering a leading gay activist to pay a 5,000 ruby fine for his picket against the law. The district court ruled that Nikolai had promoted homosexuality among minors by picketing City Hall with a sign reading, Homosexuality is not a perversion, on April 12th. As proof of the verdict, the judge read out statements from several people who expressed, expressed concern to the court that his actions might harm their children. And for Interfax reported, Alex, oh God, Alexiev. Uh, Alexiev. Thank you denied wrongdoing in the court saying I do not know what it means to promote homosexuality and I do not admit my guilt. He said his protest is aimed to show that homosexuals have the same rights as other people. So once again, if you are in Russia, 
please head west until you leave the country because <laughs> we need to bomb them really soon. <laughs> no, I... uh, there's And there's no guarantees that even if you leave the country, you'll be able to stay out of the country. Because isn't there, isn't there something happening right now in um, – was it – no, it's Switzerland. Isn't there a deportation happening right now where there's someone who left Russia but they're not letting her keep asylum because oh, really? she's transgender? Oh, God. I was just reading that the other day that she had transgender uh, – I don't think it's Switzerland it's, uh, or, or maybe it's Denmark or somewhere up there where she's trying to stay in that country but they are not letting her and she might be deported back to Russia. Okay, so plan B, if you're living in Russia, please educate your children very, very well so that they can start changing Russia if all possible. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know and what stop to say. Electing, and stop electing evil, hateful dictators to your presidency. Yeah, I don't know if they have any control over that there, Donna. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, they, if you do, then yeah, I don't elect evil dictators, but I don't know if they have any control over that over there. Yeah, this is an ancient tactic used by countless uh, societies, uh, civilizations, uh, cities, counties, when they want to uh, make sure someone isn't heard. And this guy basically was just standing around with a sign that said homosexuality is not a perversion. But under St. Petersburg New uh, law, they they are banning gay propaganda. So he, he a, held. He came yeah. to talk about which is first of all, I know I'm preacher of the choir here, but you know homosexuality does not affect minors unless they would happen to be molested, which is a whole different subject to begin with. But I mean, what are you gonna tell? You know, a, a kid, and this is the thing that always gets with people saying, oh, we have to protect the children. What do you tell a kid whose mom, two moms are gay or two dads are gay? You know, I mean, how do you explain that to a kid without uh, – it, it, obviously, it's around them all the time. Obviously, it doesn't affect them. There's no reason why you can't explain it to them. It's simply you're just trying to silence people, which is wrong. Yeah. And those people it's, need a shoe thrown at them. It's called instilling fear, and when you tell people that their children are going to come to harm, that makes people wake up and be very afraid. And unfortunately, that's used against homosexuals all too often. Yeah, there's no harm. It's a big lie, people. So Russia, people, wise up, or stop. I'm going to stop buying your porn. <laughs> 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 we all know that's not going to happen. Well, no. Oh, I, I, boy, here. Okay. Uh, he, may go, he may go check out the checks. Yeah. Point, put, put this in. I'm putting this in the red book. I am not buying any more Russian porn until St. Peter, Petersburg's people can speak with freedom. And there's free Everyone remember speech. the show number and hold him to it. <laughs> and I personally think that check porn is – that counts. So mm. – <laughs> All right. I watch American porn. It's wonderful. I love I love American porn too, but check check man, they have the nice big uncum penises. So. Oh my. Yes. Anyhow, uh, and they and they and then when they get fucked, they try to do the American accent. Fuck me. Fuck. Oh, suck my ass. Suck my ass. Oh, 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 yeah. 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 All right. God, we've degraded a morning zoo humor. All right, brother. Sedanus, take us to Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee, don't say 
gay bill dies. Tennessee's infamous don't say gay education bill has been pulled by its sponsor and will die without passage as the current legislative session ends. But there's a catch. The decision by Representative Joey Hensley means that uh, SB 49 will die with the adjournment of the 107th General Assembly legislature. Legislative leaders hope that will be tomorrow. Hensley said the officials of the Department of Education and the State Board of Education have pledged to send a letter to all Tennessee schools telling them that they cannot teach the subject in grades kindergarten through eighth with the assurance and the opposition of some people who don't want to vo uh, vote on it. I've decided simply not to bring it up, said Hensley. The bill passed the Senate last year and recently won approval in modified form from the House Education Committee on an eight to seven uh, vote. It needed only the approval of the calendar committee, usually a routine matter to be set for the floor vote. Uh, but the bill will be back next session. All right, so Joey, I know you're listening. I owe you like five bucks or something like that. <laughs> he was right. It's an election year, and lo and behold, the bill has mostly died. So go go figure. Hmm. It's, uh, this is more like the last story. It's fear-mongering. Fear so. Yes, fear exactly. Got to stop. This fear – oh, by the way, if Antivir would just happen to be listening, man, he's – He's really pissed off at all the fear mongering that's going on. It's like somebody needs to send him a somebody needs to send him a good hug because he was really he was crying on his last show. I heard about it. I haven't listened yet. Yeah, so so it's something that everybody needs to listen to. Yeah, it's you know there was he was talking about the preacher who said they need to slap his kid if he's gay or something like that, and you just I mean first of all if anyone's listening to somebody who is promoting child abuse, then you're an idiot to listen to begin with. I mean, if you're... Well, and, the, and then the guy lies that he never said it. Yeah. This yeah. day and age, you can't get away with that. Yeah, it's like, how stupid do you think we are? I mean, really. I mean, if for, and well, then again, there are people that attend his church. But, um, I mean, if you are stupid enough to listen to somebody, well, and I won't go off on a religion tangent, but if, if you are, you know... Anybody that pre pre preaches abuse towards children in not a humorous fashion should be just you're, you don't don't give them the time of day, and I mean just ignore these people. The more you, the more you give the laughing clown attention, the more he's going to fear you. I've always thought that's why whenever I'm in the parade. I ignore the protesters because all they want is attention. And the majority of these religious wing nuts who have a congregation, it's their cheap way to be on stage, folks. So be aware of what they're saying, but don't give them the, the attention that they, they crave because that just promotes the fire. So anyhow, on to the next story, Donna, if you would, please. Back to politics. Okay. Now, <laughs> I, I literally just covered this on the show that I was recording yesterday. Uh, Mitt Romney's gay spokesman has resigned. Oh, darling. Richard Grenell, the openly gay man who was appointed to the foreign policy and national security spokesmanship job, has resigned. Um, of course... He's saying that uh, he was hounded by the Romney campaign and anti-gay conservatives, and he's just uh, going to step down. 
And of course, the Romney campaign is saying, oh, well, we, it's sad. We don't want to see him go, but we respect his decision. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. So w- once again, let's see. Hmm. Republicans don't like gays. And yet there are still gay Republicans. Cuckoo. Um, yeah, it, it, there was a lot of uh, things said, especially with this whole thing that uh, from these crazy family organizations that said that having an openly gay man in your cabinet was a security risk, as if all openly gay men, now we're all terrorists and spies. <laughs> so that shows just how stupid people are. Well, it also shows that what kind of mentality. I mean, that was the argument back in the 1950s. They're only 60 years behind well, yeah, plus the f- well, pl- and, plus- and most of these people uh, hold on to these weird religious views. And I mean, as 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 much as I have my faith and stuff, it's these cuckoo right wing Christian weirdos that are holding the world back from uh, evolving into something smarter. Well, no, and that, better. But, but how can you be supportive of something that is always against your self interest? I mean, how could I mean? This is what I don't get about. Log cabin Republicans and places like the uh, the Go Proud, I think, is one of them. It's like you're basically supporting an organization that will do everything it can to remove your rights. I mean, okay, now you can't just say that about gay Republicans. You have to say that about any Republican who is not rich. Any Republican who is not considered in the one percent tile of Americans shouldn't be a Republican because the entire Republican Party is all about keeping money in the rich, taking rights away from people, keeping the poor poor, taking away what little the poor have and giving it to the rich. More tax breaks for the rich and those tax breaks, where is that money coming from? It's coming from the middle class. And the poor people. It, honestly, anyone who says that they're a Republican and who is not filthy rich is an idiot. Yeah, well, I can't argue with that. But then again, I'm not a big fan of Democrats either. Because- and prove. And then I would love someone to prove me wrong. Now, and I, and, and I yes, there are some things that the Republicans stand for that I could totally get behind. There is some stuff that I can totally understand your feelings. Yeah, Hitler had a well, couple good ideas now and that. <laughs> Uh, and Democrats yeah. have their moments too. Yeah. But honestly, I, I think right now the whole government process is a bunch of people lining their pockets and no one's thinking about the big things. When it comes to trimming money off the budget, they're always trimming off the outsides. They're not trimming any of the big fatty sections like military spending and all these fucking tax breaks for the wealthy. It's always like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't let uh, – ins- uh, peop- what's it? The um, – where do you go to get birth control? I always forget the place. <laughs> the place where you get the free sex test. I, I've never been to that. Clinics? Um, the clinics. They, they, mean, they want to start down Planned Parenthood. They want to get rid of things like that. They want to get rid of Social Security. They want to get rid of this. No health care. No this. It all comes down to the fact that Republicans hate everyone who's not rich. Hey, the chat room and says – Romney is the queen of bitches who hate who hate poor people. Oh yeah, plus I love how Romney tries to talk to go to go. He tries to go to a simple town and talk like with the common folks, and you know in the back of his mind he's like, "Ew, oh god, why do I have to talk to these people?" <laughs> uh, oh. I'm sorry. 
Romney had the best statement. I love the statement that Romney put out that was like, uh, and this was him trying to get the black vote. Like, he was like, oh, I definitely understand the plight of of (laughs) black slaves in the old days. My family owned slaves. (laughs) <laughs> like, are you fucking retarded? Do you not quite understand what you're saying? He's, he's a kid at school that tries to be sympathetic, even though he has absolutely no idea what the other kids are, just to make himself a, look good. Well, he's a he's a Mormon, so you have to realize that there is some cuckoo-ness in the head. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> come so, on now. Is there no one saying, hey, Romney, maybe you shouldn't say that because you sound retarded. <laughs> the chat room. Even other... The chat room is saying, uh, first of all, Hitler was a Republican. (laughs) Um, Republicans consider anything that helps the neediest folks to be discretionary spending. And the sad part is that Romney's dad, Governor of Michigan, was far more progressive than his son would ever be. Well, yeah. I'm sure Romney Romney is actually being prodded to go a certain direction by the party. And I'm sure there are people in power who are sort of telling him what to say. Now, I will say, well, because he's he's one of the worst flip-floppers. I will tell you right now, any young people who listen to this show, do me a favor and before you come down really hard on on the current Republican Party, read a little bit of history about the Republican Party. The Republican Party used to be the the party for the people. The Republican Party is what gave black people the right to vote, gave women the right to vote. They were always the progressive party. It wasn't until right-wing religious idiots took control of the party and organizations like the Mormon Church got their little culty hands in the Republican Party that it destroyed it. Yeah. Which I think started with Reagan. Well, it I think started he, farther he, than well, that. I mean, it's, there's, there's, I mean, it, go ahead. It, it's just, I mean, the whole thing, and the fact that the Republicans are like, they love Romney. Romney is the least qualified person to be the president of the United States that we have ever had in the entire history of our well, country. Well, wait a minute. George Bush, I would say, was a little more unqualified. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Hey, as unqualified as you think he was, he did run businesses. Even though he ran them into the ground, yeah. he can at least say that he ran businesses. He did hold some experience. He does have some college credentials. He has something to say that, you know what? Oh, well, I did this. He can actually back up the shit that he's saying, even though the shit coming out of his mouth is stupid. You're talking about Robbie or I, Bush? I, Bush. Uh, I would literally rather have another four years of Bush than ever see Romney anywhere near the well, White House. Well, he's not going to win, I, I guarantee you, because... Um, a, and you can't say that, I, because say that same shit when, when Reagan ran. Oh, that's just some stupid celebrity. Oh, he's just some movie star. He doesn't know. He'll never get... He'll never win the election. Well, let me... All right, let me, let me... Well, hold on. We're running short on time. Let me say this, because I, I would doubt... That America would want to let the – I think Bill Maher had a very good point on a show, although I don't always agree with Bill Maher. But he said if we let the black president just for four years, it will be like, oh, we failed with a black person. That's never going to come to pass. They're going to give him at least eight years because they don't want that to look bad. On I mean, the, 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 the United States doesn't want to have that disgrace on their face. So, But – 
No, I don't care. When it comes to Obama, you know what? Obama's got his flaws, too. There's a lot of shit that he was supposed to do yeah. and has not done, and he's focused on a lot of shit. So if he wants this presidency for the next four years, he needs to put his money where his mouth is and do something. I agree with you, but at the same time, I also believe sometimes that the, the White House is run from five men in the basement. But that's a whole other topic for another time. We're going to skip the second last story due to time, Brother Sinatus. My apologies. But no problem. Let's go to North Carolina, Toppy Smelly, and tell us about – this was uh, made the, the news this week. Um, yeah, well, it basically concerns a, a man who decided to videotape himself uh, shooting – uh, with a shotgun, uh, shot uh, into a a yard sign, uh, apparently of a neighbor or someone in in the neighborhood, who had a sign that he took his uh, neighbor's sign and basically brought it in his own yard and shot it. Oh, he oh he took it into his own yard. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, and then he shot it. And of course, you know, there's he shows a picture on his video of the the vote against Amendment One on May eighth, full of buckshot holes. Yeah. And uh, I guess he decided he'd put that up on YouTube, and um, and then later he took it down. But it's <laughs> it, it's been replaced by many others who uh, well, police, cop- copied it. The police ended up coming to his house, so he thought it wouldn't get any attention. But sadly, it got a lot of attention. And as yeah. such, the police have come to this, this guy's house and basically, um, I'm not sure if they arrested him or fined him, but yeah. he was so he, for just discharge. Yeah. So he wanted, uh, you know, to make a statement, and uh, he did something kind of silly. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's shoot a hole in the sign that says "Vote Against Amendment One." Yeah, because that's really going to do something. Ooh, you shot a piece of paper. You're intelligent. <laughs> yeah. All, all he's doing is helping <laughs> the thing that he's trying to fight against. Yeah. yeah. Un- unfortunately, he probably. I haven't seen the video, but he probably came off a, a little wacky. Well, it's just, just, you know, it's like, oh, I'm against something, so I'm going to go shoot something. to prom- It's like, um, actually, that doesn't do anything. Uh, going to the voting booth may do something if you want to have any effect on it. Otherwise, I really don't care about you. So, But, of course, it gets attention because it's violent and people right. love guns and stuff. So. Yeah. Now, this this particular article doesn't say that he picked the sign up and put it on his own the fo- property the follow and up, then shot it. The follow-up one I think I, I read on Joe, my, Joe, my God, is basically he he brought it into his own yard to fire right. to fire it, and that's he got charged with dis- discharging a firearm in like city limits or something right. like that. So. so wait, so he went on to another person's property, yep. he stole something, yep. he brought it to his property, and then he destroyed it. That I believe that's hmm. correct, yes. Yeah. So if I were his neighbor, I'd be pressing all kinds of charges. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Ton- and yeah. that's that makes me feel very unsafe. I'm going to need a restraining order. He's going to have to stay at least a thousand yards away, which means he's going to have to move. Well, you some say you can't do restraining orders when somebody lives that far or that close to you. So, um, yeah. But needless <laughs> to say, I think he, the fact that he had to pull the video, because the cops were actually coming to his. I mean, stuff like this. You do stuff like this now. You're basically going to be a terrorist and on some watch list. So just don't be, don't be a douchebag, okay? You know, if you're if you're against something, have an intelligent discussion about it. Shooting a piece of paper with signs is not going to do anything. In fact, it could possibly harm somebody. You idiot. 
Oh, sweetie, you just said some words that don't go with right wingers. What's that? Have an intelligent discussion. Well, yeah, occasionally that, that's I meet not somebody, real. Occasionally I meet somebody who's open minded and will have an intelligent discussion, but it's not often. Anyhow, we got four minutes left and before Country Bar West comes on, so let me give everybody in this show a chance to tell them about their show. So going from left to right on my Skype screen, once again, the ever reliable Mr. Brother Sinatus. Hey, I got audio booze, and you can follow me on Google Plus, and maybe I'll say something there someday. <laughs> All right. And then Miss Donna Sugars. Oh, yes. I'm always causing the drama. Come on over to BigSillyHumo.com and listen to my podcast. Uh or find me on Google Plus and all that jazz. Soon to be on RuPaul's Drag Race one day. So, right. oh Lord, <laughs> not after not after this show. <laughs> and last yeah. but not least, Mister Toppy Smelly. Yeah, I just like to say Donna actually doesn't often cause drama. She's uh, has a wonderful personality. She's very good natured, and uh, you'll be delighted uh, when you listen in. Um, big silly homo. Anyways, yeah, the the smellcast, thesmellcast.com. And also, I want to say in the chat room, Xanax Do has been commenting up a storm in the chat room, so I appreciate that. We have Veritable Virgo there as well, so. Veritable, you need to be on the show, goddammit. <laughs> and we know your uh, microphone works now because I've heard you on other shows. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's going on there? <laughs> All right, so yeah, you, see you can catch uh, Toppy Smelly at? TheSmellCast.com. Thank you, sir. And, of course, I'm Anthony. You can find out all information about our shows at uh, ThisWeekInGay.com. You can listen to The Ashanti Nilem Show, which I believe the boys are coming back in this Wednesday for another show. So you can check that out. And, of course, you're... And don't forget, don't forget, guys, 130 days to Pride 48 Las Vegas 2012. Yes, details at pride48.com, which you can listen live to our stream every Sunday. Yes, sir. Anthony, please, uh, I have wondered this for years. What the hell does Shanty No Lemon mean? (laughs) It is my name, my full name in an anagram that we just typed in on the first show, and that's what came up. And I said, well, that sounds really abstract. Let's go with that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I figured there was something much more complicated. It's my full name just as an anagram that's just Oh, my Lord. I'm... I'm going to sleep easier knowing that now. I swear to God, I've always wondered, what does it mean? It's very cryptic. I don't understand. It must mean something. Yeah, in hindsight, I would have chosen, like, you know, four guys in a cup or, I don't know, something like that or some other Ooh. thing. But we decided I was going for the artistic flavor, and then now I have to explain this everywhere I go. But uh, it's got a ring to it. So, anyhow, go check oh. us out. And thank you, guys. And your donations, by the way, help keep our servers running. So donate to us. Pride 48, or of course any of the various streaming providers like No Agenda Stream Network that help provide our show. So that's it for this show of This Week in Gay. We'll see you next time on This Week in Gay. I'm your host, Anthony. Bye bye, folks. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.